Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. America's famous yellow school buses have been slowly going electric, but more still will be plugging in soon, thanks in large part to the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill passed by the U.S. Senate August 10th of 2021. While the bill has not yet been passed into law, many in the sustainable transportation community are already excited about what this bill could mean for the possibility of electrifying more of the U.S.'s fleet of 480,000 school buses and how that could help lower emissions and improve air quality. Of the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, $2.5 billion is earmarked for zero-emissions buses, enough for roughly 11,000 electric vehicles, and another $2.5 billion for low-emission buses, which could be fueled by natural gas or propane. While this may seem like a lot of money, it's significantly less than what President Joe Biden initially proposed in March of this year, which was a $174 billion lump sum to boost the electric vehicle market— including 96,000 school buses, instead of the 11,000 that the bill would now cover. So, why school buses? There are a lot of reasons it makes sense for school buses to go electric. First, most new electric buses have a range of up to 120 miles, that's 190 kilometers, on a single charge, which is plenty far enough for the average school bus route. Second, some charging systems can charge a bus in just 90 minutes. Plus, electric buses also require a lot less maintenance than their diesel counterparts. But it's also simple numbers. School buses currently make up around 80% of the buses on the roads in the U.S., and 95% of those run on high-polluting diesel fuel. Right now, less than 1% are electric. For context, the entire U.S. transit fleet has around 480,000 school buses and just 70,000 public transportation buses. That's less than 15% of the number of school buses. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Lauren Justice, Development Director at the Center for Transportation and the Environment. She said, Transportation is the largest contributor to greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. The medium and heavy-duty sector produces more than 25% of these emissions, despite comprising less than 5% of vehicles on the road. If the entire school bus fleet were electrified, greenhouse gas emissions from all buses in the U.S. would be reduced by around 50%. Along with the issue of adding greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, thus increasing global warming and its associated risks, these emissions are also harmful for the 20 million school children who ride these buses to school. Not only are these buses emitting in the neighborhoods through which they drive, but the pollution inside the bus can actually be up to 12 times higher than ambient levels. In addition, it's an issue of equity. According to the World Resources Institute, students from low-income communities are particularly exposed to this toxic pollution. Some 60% of students from low-income families use buses to get to and from school, compared with 45% of students from higher-income families— an issue that's exacerbated in communities of color due to America's history of racist economic policies in both the government and private sector that concentrated those communities closer to highways. Policies from zoning to housing to lending to the very construction of our highway system. Justice said, switching from diesel-powered school buses to electric could avoid an average of 5.3 million tons of greenhouse gas emissions each year, and over 700,000 pounds, that's 300,000 kilos, 
of EPA criteria pollutants emitted near children. So, can it be done? Advocates believe it can be, but they say much more money needs to be allocated to the issue, and that the infrastructure bill is definitely not enough on its own. And it's not just about money. There also need to be plans in place to help school districts through the transition to electric buses. Justice said, the critical piece that any successful plan must include is an avenue for school districts to receive technical assistance. While most school buses are still diesel-powered, some districts have been adding electric buses to their fleets. In Maryland, for example, the Montgomery County Public School System has plans to get 326 electric school buses over the next four years. This is the largest commitment by any single school district to date. 33 states have electric school buses announced, procured, delivered, or in operation. However, as previously mentioned, there is inequality baked into the system. And that's just as true for which areas will get more electric school buses more quickly. Already, the largest share, 36% of school districts with at least one electric school bus, are in suburban areas, which tend to be wealthier. In addition, about 66% of all committed future electric buses are in suburban areas, versus just 25% in cities, 7% in towns, and 6% in rural areas. Along with the infrastructure bill, there are numerous other programs and political initiatives to electrify the nation's school buses. In February of this year, the Clean School Bus Act was reintroduced in the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives. This act would establish a Clean School Bus Grant Program to award grants to replace existing school buses with electric ones. However, as of now, the bill is stalled in subcommittee. Meanwhile, the Federal Transit Authority's Low or No Emission Vehicle Program allocates roughly $182 million in funding for low- and no-emissions buses and the facilities that support them. Its goal is to support the infrastructure bill to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 50% by the end of the decade. And speaking of funding, electric school buses do cost more than diesel-powered, but they can lead to long-term savings for school districts who purchase them for several reasons. Electricity is typically less expensive than diesel fuel, and as said above, electric buses require less maintenance. Plus, if the districts equip their schools with vehicle-to-grid technology, they can both draw energy from and return it to the electrical grid. While justice and other clean transportation advocates are pleased that the infrastructure bill and local governments are addressing this problem, they know that there's still a long way to go when it comes to electrifying the school buses in the United States. Today's episode is based on the article, Why You Want Your Kid's School Bus to Be Electric, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Stephanie Parker. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.